0: Recording.
1: Hello and welcome to St. Louis City Press and International Friendly. Joining me to talk about, well, some games, I guess, is Patrick Stark. Hello. Our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff.
2: Yeah, I'm a little disjointed here.
1: Yeah, we, we're out of sorts. Uh, Nathan Halley. Lou. Andrew Wolfson.
3: Aloha. Yo, boys. Aloha
1: uh so we have a game and a half that we've watched to discuss though i don't know that there's anything noteworthy to discuss from them other than the fact that there being
0: nothing noteworthy is maybe noteworthy oh there's there's notes that are of worthiness
3: should we start with with uh tejas last saturday
1: all right dallas. we got we got a half a game in dallas let's talk yeah about so it.
0: this is definitely my fault i believe it was mentioned on the the Discord, so I apologize. I cursed that by scheduling a date with my wife. Sorry. Yeah.
3: No, the real curse is you not going to Lizzo when you had a ticket.
0: Oh, shit. Do we think that's what the problem is? that messed everything up?
3: Could have been. No, probably not.
2: You're fine.
0: I don't know. We'll add it to the list when we get to talking about our stitions.
2: We're going to have to do some, like... I don't know. We're gonna get some sage up in here or something. Cleanse this place, this recording studio,
1: and maybe City Park. Bring maybe City there. Park. Though no, I guess I guess these have been away games, so
3: we'll we'll next week we'll all get sage. We'll do a countdown and simultaneously light them.
1: All right. Some of our listeners may not know. Um, we played the first half of the game in Dallas. Then there was some lightning. Five and five minutes. It, first half plus 5 minutes some lightning uh, they called they didn't call it they postponed it indefinitely there's been no news on when they would actually replay this
0: game if they will
4: i believe the term is abandoned which seems like a
0: lot yeah that term has connotations like that's what you do with an unwanted child at a fire station
3: they didn't abandon the game right that is
4: that is the official terminology then being why used. why is
3: Tim Parker suspended? That makes no sense. Five yellow cards.
4: You're out the next game.
3: He didn't get five because it's an abandoned match, so it never happened.
4: It did happen.
3: So then it's not abandoned. And
4: it will be yellow resumed. Yellow cards happen. Presumably. Outside
1: of space and time. You can get a yellow card
4: at any point.
3: This seems like it was Schrodinger's yellow card. I'm not You can get a is.
4: yellow card before the game. I feel like we have seen... It's in the rules, they,
3: the, in the last home game, they gave Portland's entire bench a yellow card. What does that mean? Does that mean every player has a yellow card? It does not. These rules are for it the birds. The,
2: the physical bench. The bench was censured for. Yeah, bench like. So
3: if that bench gets four more yellow cards, that means the St. Louis grounds crew needs to rip up the bench and get and pay for a new one to be installed.
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly. That's in the subsection. Uh, subsection thirteen, I believe, in the, this is the MLS, MLS rules. I spent a lot of time reading through some really con- convoluted MLS rules about all of this, and it's still unclear to me. Like, they might not resume the game if it's unnecessary to determine standings at the end of the season, in which case they'll ins- they'll just drop points altogether and determine rankings based on points per game for the entire which is conference. Crazy is it
4: crazy though Uh,
0: yes it is It's
2: crazy to alter the way that you determine a winner based on 30 minutes of a game not having been played when you could just play that 30 minutes
0: i suspect they'll try and play it right
3: and if they do play it i really think they should take 40 minutes they should take a bus instead of just unnecessarily burning jet fuel i Patrick, you told me that they're going to fly back and forth between Chicago twice this week.
4: Yes. But you would rather them sit on a bus for... They were wearing
3: their Earth Day suits. Does the Earth Day suit mean nothing?
4: That's like 30 hours on a bus for 40 minutes of a soccer game. They were wearing
1: their single-use special Earth Day kits. I think it's safe to say that means basically nothing.
0: Yes. Speaking of special kits... Uh, my sister got me what can, I think, only be described as the the gay kit. So I'll be wearing mm-hmm. that to the next home game. We uh, share a sister. I did not receive a kit. Uh, did you ask her to buy you one?
1: I did not. It it looks it looks good, though. I like that one. Yeah, it's rainbow. It's pretty badass. You guys will see it.
0: Yeah, uh, let's talk about the game in Dallas. It was awful. It was super eh, boring. It was boring, like
4: really boring. I don't know if I thought it was boring. I thought overall we looked pretty good. I was happy with the performance. I thought they were able to hold control in a pretty reasonable way. Again, this is me saying this with uh, from what I remember it being on Saturday, because as far as I can tell, the replay of the 50 minutes is gone. Yeah, no replay available. It's but abandoned. I do... <laughs> it, it, it has been abandoned. Yes. <laughs> so so like you get a could child at a
3: firehouse. So you, I was going to say, so you could presumably find it at a local fire station. <laughs> maybe they can. Maybe they have a copy of it on DVD. I don't so know.
1: Texas, find... Texas does things differently.
4: Oh, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it looked like a good game. I thought we were doing well. I felt like the game portended
0: what happened in the game last night, in that we looked like we couldn't score a goal to save our lives.
1: See, I have a different read. Let's get into it. Do we have anything more to say about the Dallas game? I mean, honestly. Well, I was talking about the Dallas game.
0: It was dull. That's what it's, I have to say about it. And I think calling it a Dallas game is wrong because that stadium is in some place called Frisco, Texas, which is a long way from Dallas if you look it up.
3: It's 30 miles from the airport, but the airport is in Fort Worth, I believe. So that doesn't really help.
1: Sure. Uh, Yeah, the fact that this is what we have to say about that game, I think, speaks volumes.
0: I had a lovely dinner at Wright's Tavern in St. Louis. I highly recommend it for anyone looking for a a date night or really only a date night, actually. Don't take your family there. It would be an unpleasant experience.
3: How about work colleagues?
0: Sure, but uh, they don't take reservations larger than four. So keep that in mind. Wright's Tavern, new sponsor. Not a sponsor. Oh. The, the lineup
1: for the Dallas game, do we have anything to say about that? They were trying something new.
3: I think that we've had a lot of internal discussions about lineups, and I think it's because we all agree that there had to be some amount of squad rotation between Dallas, Chicago Cup, Chicago Home, Um, but we weren't sure – what to do. And I think we kind of took our lead from that lineup from the Dallas game.
0: I believe the Chicago Cubs are a baseball team. What? Cup. Oh, cup. That makes way more sense. All right. that makes more sense. I'll I'll rerecord. No, it was my stupid joke.
3: Okay. So between the three games in eight days, I guess you could say, um, two and a half. Yeah, well, what became a half a game? We uh, didn't know how they were gonna. Does a child rotate. become half
2: a child when it's abandoned? It's still a whole game.
0: And it was it was fifty minutes. We keep saying half, and it's not accurate.
3: So we kind of waited to see what. Uh, we speculated a bit, but we waited to see what Carnell would do when they announced the starting lineups. Uh, the Dallas game, we knew that. Well, we found out that Alm was injured, which is a shame. I mean, obviously, uh, that Klaus wasn't ready. Uh, that Blom was on the bench, which which uh, which we, which was pleasing. But the rest, I guess, the only thing was, you know, are, is Perez going to be starting now? Uh, which he which he was. And uh, Ray, right? oh no, shit! Did he start in Dallas? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Which whether Perez was going to be starting not or not, and he has actually started both the Dallas game and this Chicago game last night. Uh, and then I think a- after the Dallas lineup, we were able to, and you know this Tim Parker yellow card that somehow exists when the rest of the game does not exist. I don't know how these two things can be possible at the same time, but in any case, then they sort of had to play him in the Cup game because he was he suspended for the league game, which is going to be on this which is this Saturday, again against Chicago, except at a different stadium because they were playing in the in their soccer-specific stadium in the Burbs, in the Cup, but they're going to be play at, playing at Soldier Field, which is the Chicago Bears stadium, on Saturday. A different but stadium and probably staying, some different teams. And they're right? also not staying in Chicago in between the two games. They're coming, as was mentioned before, they're coming back on a private jet and then flying out again.
0: I've recently heard that the stadium in Chicago is difficult to get to except by boat. So for our listeners that are traveling up there, just keep that in mind. Bring a canoe.
3: No, that boat deal looked awesome. Props to Abby for for bringing it to our attention.
0: What are we talking about?
1: The Dallas game was 0-0. This might be our dumbest podcast yet. It was boring. Nothing much happened. There was some lightning. They called it. Let's talk about the Chicago game. A 2-1 loss, though I would argue that scoreline... I want to talk
2: about the Dallas game, having not been given the opportunity to do so since.
1: Sorry. yeah, no. Whenever I try and transition, people like to jump back. Chris Hoff, Dallas game. Give us your thoughts.
2: My, My resounding thought is that Nico Joachini, in 50 minutes of play, again, had zero shots. That's all I have to say.
3: That was your thought, or that's a fact?
2: That's a fact. I mean... That's the thought I wanted to share. The fact I wanted to share, that he had, yeah, he had zero xg. He had point zero six expected assists, and he had the fewest touches on the entire team.
3: Okay, expected assists—that's a real thing. So every yeah. pass has some xa. A back pass from one center back to the other center back has some assist potential because he, maybe he could run the length of the field and score somehow. I what don't a have that statistic.
2: I don't have stats on... Well, I think it has probably merit, and that's why it exists. I don't know how much merit, but I, they don't track the, the, the expected assists for our center backs, by the way. They only do oh, it for okay. attacking players.
1: I've become a, a bigger fan of XG. I learned, though, that XG, as a statistic, it's dependent on who's putting it together. Different uh, groups approach XG differently. Like, some take into account defender positioning, whereas some do not. All right, Chris, Nico didn't have any touches in the Dallas game. I don't know that we have anything else to say on that. Can you give us your thoughts on the Chicago game? Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait. I have one thing to say. (laughs) Carnell in the post-game presser said that he thought it was their most complete game yet, and... It was literally incomplete. (laughs) (laughs) Was he he just messing with us? I think it was a good game. And there were adjustments made at halftime. We came out looking strong. It was a game that I felt we were on the path to winning. Leading into, Chris, tell us your thoughts on the Chicago Cup game. We didn't win. It was a different lineup.
2: And in a cup, you have to win to, to stay in the cup. And we didn't stay in the cup. So, whatever happened, unless your goal was to not be in the cup, it was on some level a failure. And now I think it's that simple.
1: I'm on record as saying I don't think we care about the cup. We're American, it just doesn't matter. We care about the season. That's what matters.
0: Which is just ridiculous because the cup is your best chance to get into continental com- competition.
1: No one cares about continental
0: competition. That's the point. No, that's a big deal. Agree to disagree. People care about continental competition. People who watch European soccer care a lot about continental competition. I would like to see the Venn diagram of people who watch MLS and people who watch European soccer. And you might be the only person that's not in the perfect overlap.
1: I want to see of the people in the stadium on any given night, how many of them could even tell you that there is some non-regular season stuff that happens. I bet over 85%.
3: These people are going to get a rude awakening in in July when there's going to be some sweltering League's Cup action at City Park. Uh,
4: By sweltering, do you mean the action itself or just the oppressive heat that's going to be present in July? I,
3: I was hoping for both. Thank you. I
4: thought we were going to let Chris get his thoughts in on the Cup game. Well, let's talk I'm, about that
1: because I'm I, I'm done. I don't. I don't think the score line tells the full
4: story of that game. No, I would say again. I think it's a game that, on the whole, we probably should have won. Uh, we fielded a fairly strong lineup.
1: We fielded a strong ten. You know.
4: Mm.
0: We fielded. A decent ten. I don't know. Uh, we fielded like a strong four, and a sure. medium, a medium six, and a bad one. Yeah. So we fielded enough. I thought.
1: Look, a couple rolls of the die came out poorly for us,
0: but we were creating chances. Um, we were not finishing those chances. We weren't creating great chances, and we definitely weren't finishing them because we don't have a scorer besides Klaus. I mean, we do, but without him there, the rest of the team has shown basically zero ability to consistently score goals. Eight goals in our last seven matches against MLS competition, five of which came against Cincinnati. There were a few times
1: in the game where like, you would see Jackson get clogged up in the box,
0: and it made you kind of miss Klaus. I'm going to stop saying I like players, because then they come out and suck. He, Jackson had a terrible game.
2: I like the Chicago players. I like them. (laughs) It's just a test. It's just a test. Let's see what happens. Big fan of of,
0: of all. Yeah, the whole team is just great. Viral men. (laughs) Again, in a a
1: couple days. But it'll be a different lineup on both sides for the Saturday game.
0: I hear the team is taking a hyperloop to Chicago.
3: Chris, you need to get it off your chest. How would you feel about that game?
2: I just, I'm left disappointed. I feel like, uh, as Phil said, maybe we didn't want to win the Cup. But if we didn't want to win the Cup, then we should embrace that. I feel like we should want to win the Cup. Uh, in our discussions in the Discord, we've covered a lot of ground, but the thoughts that have stuck with me are that, that, yeah, maybe people in the viewership of the MLS don't care about Cup games, but they're a chance to win trophies and keep those trophies with you forever. And that's compelling. And if they don't know about that aspect of these tournaments, maybe they should be told, and that's how you raise the profile of them. MLS is a league without relegation. It's a league in which 60-plus percent of each conference make the playoffs. So why not take a risk on the cup and try to win a trophy?
1: So I, I don't think that, you know, we we wanted to just throw away those games or anything like that. I think that we have a finite resource in terms of, you know, player stamina and that as a new team who is, as we've talked about, lacking depth in different areas that we need to prioritize. And the way you prioritize, given three different competitions at least, that we're gonna be competing in, I just think you have to prioritize. The regular season but that because- doesn't
0: make sense because the top nine teams make the playoffs so you can prioritize the regular season and a cup run because you don't have to come top of the table what chris is saying is if you're not going to do it then why start Leuven at all or why start some of your starters and risk them getting hurt like it's a weird half-assed choice that they made to to mix it up like go for it or then really don't and just play like really play your B team. What they did was a weird in-between that doesn't make any sense.
4: I think they thought they could match up against them with this lineup, which given Chicago's previous games is not entirely unreasonable. Chicago has gone all in because their season is in trouble. And having just fired their manager and come up with a, with their Everyone knows, Drew disagrees with me, but everyone knows a new manager is good for a win. So that's, they they definitely have a boost. I shouldn't say definitely, it's a superstition. But coming off of that and resting many of their players in a complete blowout against Nashville over the weekend, just completely sacrificing that game, I think, I think we put up a, a reasonable lineup that put forth a good effort and was unable to finish without two just momentary lapses in judgment that directly resulted in Chicago goals. Besides those, we win that game. And we had opportunities. I mean, Stroud had one that should have gotten put
0: away. Like He definitely hit the
3: right, he hit the right trigger and tried to do some kind of FIFA move (laughs) (laughs) instead of just kicking the ball.
0: Yeah. So here's the problem with what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, (coughs) except you could say that about like, that's the story about all these losses and maybe it is the case that like one other teams have figured this out. So they're playing a style where, yeah, they're playing to counter us. So they're only going to have a couple of chances because they know we're weak in possession. So they're like doing an us on us. (coughs) And, and the fact is that we can't score enough goals to make up for that. So, yeah there are a bunch of what ifs but we keep not scoring enough goals to make up for that yeah but
4: sometimes that I mean it just is going to happen
0: sure but it's happened like in the last seven games we're two one and four and one of those wins was against a d3 th- a division three side like the the trend is in the wrong direction if there's a trend I don't know that there like we could also just be
1: watching flips of a coin that came up heads, 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 tails, 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 right? We got some wins. This
2: was not your best lineup. And maybe we were overconfident. That seemed to be one of the takeaways from Patrick's comment. But if it's not your best lineup, it's a broken coin. It's not going to come up on your side as often as 50-50. It's just you've compromised your lineup by rotating. And it was a risk to take, and the risk didn't pay off. I don't know what the flip side is. I don't know what the benefit of that much rotation is when win or go home. You know, if you win a game, you win this game, you have another chance to get some players out on the pitch in a meaningful game. But that chance is gone because we lost.
1: But so you would have had us start more. uh, I mean, like, would you have weakened the Saturday squad to strengthen the Tuesday squad?
2: So I wasn't paying attention to what Chicago did against Nashville. I think that is a telling thing that probably could have been read uh, and reacted to by the coaching staff and the people who actually picked the lineup. I've been accused But Chicago, of, Chicago
1: did some of, heavy rotation. They were playing their backup goalie. They were, you know,
2: but you have Kaikamara, the like the poster boy for MLS. You have Shakiri. Kaikamara is older
3: than you, Chris.
2: I don't think that's true. I don't think that's no, true.
3: <laughs> it is true. I've looked it up. He's 38.
2: He? I'm
3: 38. I know. Later he's, in the season, we're going to have,
0: have midweek games in the MLS. So, like, you have to be able to construct a team that can play more than once a week and roll out a lineup that you can expect to win.
2: If you wanted to flip a coin, fine. But if you wanted to win, you do something different.
0: Well, what I'm saying is, this whole oh well, we had a midweek game, so obviously we had to play a weaker squad, and so we're sacrificing the MLS. Well, later in the season, you're going to have midweek games that are MLS games. Are you gonna, what like? It's not an excuse. You have to be able to play a strong squad on a Tuesday and a Saturday. Like it's a, it's just part of the game. I don't,
3: I don't think it. I think the lineup thing is overblown. I think we put out a good enough team to win. It was a tight game. The first – and, you know, and when someone scores two minutes into the game off of a janky deflection, it was a fine goal, but kind of, you know, not much anyone could have done about it. It happened right at the beginning of the game. All of your tactics on both sides are out the window, down the toilet, wherever you want to – wherever. They're not relevant anymore. It's a, it was a different game. And we looked better for a while until our boy Buntcake. Made a terrible mistake, which you know hopefully won't happen too many times. He's a, he's a young guy, I can look past it. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate, and it sucks to go out of the cup because there are no more cup games. We definitely should have had a home game, or not should have had. It would have been great to have had a home game. We would have put it in way more fans than they had in Chicago, which was four thousand something. It's tough to watch.
0: If you're um, if you're playing to win you play Berkey in that game because you're not worried about fitness for him. Goalie can play back-to-back-to-back. To back to
1: back. Chicago also did not play their starting goalie.
2: There's a, a long-standing tradition of playing your backup keeper in a cup run, which is their only chance to play. So, I mean, I can forgive that. I The error was yeah. a howler. It was, as they say, it was just a terrible choice in the wrong moment. And But hopefully he'll learn from that, like you said, Drew.
1: The first goal, I thought, Drew. You're saying, I, I don't. You can't blame, uh, bunt, bunt cake. Is that what we're going with? Can't yeah. blame bunt cake I don't for that. It was
3: a deflection off Hebert. I don't think. No, bunt but
1: you can. That. I think you blame the defense that allowed that. That breakaway. It's the midfield. Think, yeah. Well, the defense had pushed way forward, and the but yeah, we got caught by that header, uh, just way out of position.
3: Anyway, yeah. I, I get it. I get the frustration. It's one of many pretty scratchy 50-50 games that we've lost now. It's a bummer, but I feel like we're, you know, it it in no mean, it, in no way changes. Maybe it's a bad run, but it, it I feel like you have to look at the season from the start and what your expectations were at the start. If you keep adjusting your expectations every time you go on a you go on a winning streak or a losing streak, you're you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. I think we could yeah, have I mean, done better, and it's a shame.
1: I think my only point with the lineups is I think if you replay that game a hundred times, I think we win more than fifty of them. You know, I don't think that we were going out with some super weak lineup.
3: There's no one who will watch more than two of those games. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's let the computer simulate those games, yeah.
1: All right, uh, we play Chicago again on Saturday. What are our thoughts?
3: I think they have to rotate again. I don't know that they can play Shakiri and Kamara two games in a row.
1: Tuesday to Saturday—that's a
3: long Re- time.
2: Recovery process at their advanced age is the issue you're getting at. Yeah, I,
3: I don't know. I'm just guessing. They—we're going to
1: presumably they, play Leuven, right?
3: I think we're definitely pl- playing. I think we're playing him. I think Livin is the best player, and and especially in Klaus's absence, he has to play.
2: The thing about the uh, Dallas game, we asking is a lot of him. That was the best lineup that we had. I liked that lineup. That was you put your best players that were fit out there, uh, and obviously you'll have to do the same. And it depends on if Klaus is available. It depends on if Alm is available. The only real question you have to ask is, what do you do with Blom? Because he looked very good in his limited he did? minutes. He looked very good.
4: Yeah,
1: hopefully. I, yeah, hopefully he's fit enough to get the start. But if not, I actually thought. I mean, even outside the goal, I actually thought Perez had a pretty good game. I thought he looked good. I I liked Stroud. That may be more controversial.
2: You're on the record saying that many things about Stroud.
1: I, you know, strong feelings.
3: I think this is the, that's the reaction Stroud is going for in his everyday <laughs> life.
2: Strong ambivalence. Uh, pull me in every direction at once, Jared. So what do you think? So you want, to, you, think, you want to
1: see the same Dallas, that that lineup again, Chris, but maybe with, with Blom moved in, we'll see about Klaus, we'll see about Alm. I mean, I don't
4: think... I don't I... see any three of those. I don't think any of those three will be starting on Saturday, but hopefully they'll be available off the bench.
2: I have... I've... Many questions about Nico Joachini is, is where I am again. And I'm sure that the software we're using is about to hear that and break down. But, like, <laughs> what How do you, many of those what?
3: are questions and how many of those are judgments based well, off of a limited sample size?
2: Are, we're at three games now. Three, I mean, not full games, obviously, about two total games of zero shots, basically. Maybe he got one shot. Close to 180 minutes with zero shots, as a as a lone striker or as you know the the frontmost man in your lineup. What do you, what th- th- you do? do? You think do we do
1: we do go you Str- go Stroud, Celio, Ostrock up front, four three three,
0: those three up front. I don't know. No, I don't think.
4: <laughs> I don't think.
0: You can I don't do that. think that. There's no good option. Like we've tried a lot of these things and none of them have
4: worked. And I think. That's again, that's just uh it's a depth thing, right? You start the season, you're looking at uh Klaus, Joachini with a, a backup of Edeneran, and that doesn't Strauss it's or, to bite us again, yeah. Yeah, Edeneron
1: is tearing it up in the USL guys. I don't know if you saw he had a goal, he had some assists, he was uh put on the team of the week. he
4: Man,
0: if it. only we could have had a spot where he could have gotten uh, more first team playing time and really a chance to show himself.
2: Oh, <sighs> And he quit right. I mean, when I say he quit. He moved right before the mm-hmm. cup run. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's two games he would have started, plus the week uh-huh. games.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Celio with Stroud and Ostrog. I think. We, I think we got a plan for Chicago.
2: So, are you, are
4: you
1: benching Can't wait Nico to see games? it? Uh, yeah.
2: What do you think, Drew? On the spot.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think it's fine to rotate him out, take him out of the line of fire. He knows that he's going to play a lot this season. I don't think one game is that big a deal. I mean, obviously, as we've already gone over ad nauseum, the cup game is a bigger deal because there's not going to be another game if you don't win it. But if he sits out a game in the regular season, that's fine.
4: But he didn't didn't start the cup game because he's starting Saturday. Oh.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, as soon as I said it, I regretted having said he, it. He, that's right.
4: He doesn't
3: have, yeah, that's fine. He doesn't have to start. I mean, he hasn't, he, they didn't know he wasn't going to play well. Uh, I I don't know. In general, I really am pleased with the team. What, and this can be cut because this may be a different, we don't even need to discuss this, but I would be much more worried about off-pitch stuff than on-pitch stuff. So everything is going pretty well, I think.
2: But on I don't pitch, like, f- f- like lack of success on pitch is the leading cause of but off what's
3: pitch. the lack of success where where you have 19 points in the league.
1: What's our last, what's our record over the last uh, five and a half? Six. It's a, games. Bad,
3: it's a bad run. It's a bad run.
0: It's a longer bad run than the good run was.
3: Sure, but it hasn't really, we're not out of the playoff spots. We're, Klaus is, thankfully, and Alm are hopefully going to be back in a week. 10 days or something.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to reserve judgment until Klaus and Almer are back. Cause I think our, our first team starters are, are good enough to compete. I really have been troubled by the, how big the drop off is, especially at the striker position, just then really inability to score, lack of creativity up front, no finishing. Um, it, I, <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back to this. I I do not like what happened with Adenarin, and I think it's come back to bite us to some degree. We just don't have – I mean, we every podcast we've been like, well, what are they going to do up front? I'll rotate in a bunch of fast wingers or midfielders into a position where they're not at home, and we've been seeing the results.
3: Okay, I, Adenarin is looking really good in in retrospect. He had some flashes. But I don't know that we can say that if he had stick, stuck around, we'd be doing so much better than we are
1: now. Well, no. except that you look at how teams are playing us, and teams are playing us with huge numbers in the box, and we're going in with these small, fast dudes, and no did one big win? and strong. Did he, did he like,
3: win any balls in the box? Did he score any goals? No, but he only he had like 30 total wing. minutes. Yeah, he like... Fast uh, on the wing is what Adeniran looked like. Guess who else does looks fast on the wing? Celio.
1: Celio is fantastic. I'm a fan he is not a big strong physical force and other teams are able to just box us out because we don't have any of that. Like it would be, you know, it's fine. We need a mix of, of talents, but we don't have that without Klaus. We need a big, strong. Man. I don't know
3: that. I don't know that. I don't, well, I don't know about that because the guy who scored, scored the injury time uh, equalizer for Colorado was like five, two, but I don't think a lot of these other teams have such amazing depth. And, and, you know, if you when we're playing on the playing on the road, I think there's, you know, the and the Portland game there was some fluky stuff. I don't know. I think we could. It's it's not a good trend when we keep losing, but all of these are pretty close and like a little a little fluky. So I I, I really don't think it's something we need, we should be we should panic about too much. Hopefully they do get another striker. Drew, I love you.
2: You are clearly our resident apologist. It's fine. We need one. I was,
3: I was born for the role,
2: but it was some descri- of these I, uh, some of these excuses you're making for them are are tenuous.
4: And Glover's been working out with the first team. Let's not oh. forget that either. Who I hadn't well, seen that.
2: Maybe if we had like a cup game, we could put him on in or something. He and Owen O'Malley have
4: been uh, working out with the first team. So,
1: for those of our uh, listeners who are not familiar,
4: yeah. <laughs> A striker and midfielder that currently play for City 2. Oh, I thought we were talking about Danny Glover, the actor. Not Crispin Glover, the other actor.
0: Ooh, the two of them up front. You got something going on. Donald Glover?
3: Donald Glover. Childish Gambino.
0: All right. What else about the upcoming Chicago game? Well, I got to go soon, so...
2: Uh, the only other thing I can think of, and I also have to go soon, the only other thing I can think of is that obviously we'll be without Tim Parker because he is stuck in some sort of, I don't know, limbo, great beyond, inter, intermediary limbo in, in that he got a yellow card in a game that didn't happen. And What was so, the name of that
0: place when we got Exploded?
2: Something, yeah.
0: Phil, you were the one who oh,
2: led no, us no. there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's oh, the cup. ethereal plane. Yes, he, Tim Parker's the in the ethereal, ethereal plane. Border ethereal. ethereal.
2: Yeah. Thank you. The, he, the Hebert, uh, I think it's a missed opportunity that Hebert and Bartlett didn't get some time, some reps together in the cup. So I know you want Parker on uh, the pitch, but. So you wanted a weaker lineup then? I don't see that as a big drop off. I, I
1: agree. I think Parker was, uh, yeah. I have I come agree. to have, really have value, value in our defense.
2: Yeah. Value Bartlett and respect Tim great. Parker's ball playing. He's actually a really good player of the ball uh, out of the back. But I don't know Bartlett's younger and maybe has a slightly quicker first step and can, and I don't know.
3: Yeah, Bartlett was a great pickup after the season had started.
1: Yeah. I hope Blom is healthy healthy enough to get the start, you guys are skeptical. That would be great. Even if we sub him in,
0: it's good to have him back on the field.
2: I bet he's really just rearing to go. He's he's probably just been super bummed. I'm I'm happy he's healthy again.
0: I don't think there's any chance Klaus starts, but maybe he comes on as a sub late game, one
1: gets nothing a, win. Gets a, gets a quick hat trick at the oh. end there. Okay, Should we Chris, jump to The crowd would go
4: wild because it's going to be mostly St. Louis fans.
3: <laughs> Chris, from your experience in management, uh, what do you think about Livin getting so frustrated all the time? Sure, is, There's got to be something that we can do, right? Or the team can do, not not us personally. Stop disappointing him.
2: Well, I think he's been sort of dragged around the formation quite a bit. I, I think one way to help him would be to just say, this is what you're going to do. This is where you're going to be. This is the zone I want you patrolling. This, this is how high up and how low. Uh, but I think... Because he's far and away our best player, uh, th- they have basically given him maybe too much free reign, and I think he needs some structure. He needs some direction from a coach. Uh, I don't know. I'm, well, I'm sure they talk to him in a lot more technical detail than, than that. But like,
0: oh, I'm wondering if it's free reign or if it's like, oh, he's our best player and this is where we have a need, so send him there and then send him here and yeah. send him everywhere. He's Leuven.
2: But maybe that's coming from him, his own mind, his own decision-making. Uh, he feels like yeah. he has to be that guy. But um, maybe it depends on what's happening behind the scenes. But if he's doing it on his own, then they need to pull him back and say, hey, we don't need you to do everything. Here, just rely on people. Um, but if it's the other thing, then then it's the other thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for the game on Saturday. I hope we have some folks returning from injury, even if they're just – getting subbed in. I. Let's get into predictions. I think we can do this. I think uh, 3-1 St. Louis City.
2: I'll go next. I think, yeah, they're going to be hungry and angry, as they should be, and I'm going to say
1: 3-0. Drew Wolfson, what you got for us?
3: Um, yeah, well... Let's say 5-1. That, has, has, <laughs> that score has worked for us in the past.
1: I love it. All right. We don't want to end on a negative note, so let's go Nathan
0: Halley next. Okay, one. What? Uh, I, I have yet to predict a loss, I think. Um, Check I take. I am yeah. going to... I've predicted the draws. Maybe I think I've you predicted a loss. A loss against, I think yeah, there was one. Yeah. Oh, I might have predicted a Seattle loss. Um no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be as positive I can be. I'm gonna go with what I just said a little bit ago. One nothing. Klaus comes off the bench in the eighty-second minute, and it's like, oh yeah. Everything falls in place, he scores a goal, and we're all like, yeah, we need that guy. Let's go get another one of that guy.
1: Here's a little peek behind the curtains. This is a twelve o'clock game. I have two o'clock tickets to see Jesus Christ Superstar at the Fox. Wait, it's so- a twelve o'clock game? That's a noon
0: game on Saturday. Are you serious? That means I'm not going to. Oh, that's such good news because I'm going to be at a wedding that night. So I'll be able to watch it. Okay. well, I'm glad I could break the news.
1: What it means for me is I may go absolutely insane at the Fox Theater if that were to happen. Patrick Stark.
3: Oh, wow. (laughs) I thought it was a late
2: game.
0: No, Phil's right. 12 Interesting. Sweet cup and cakes.
1: You guys got to get this on your calendar or something. I don't Again,
2: make note. It is a 12 o'clock kickoff,
4: which means what midnight Chris time. Yeah.
2: yeah. That'll be exciting. As opposed to, to stay up a. late. I'll be able yeah. to drink a beer. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. I'm going to go 4 one. It's going to be one, one going into the 60th minute. Klaus comes in, just scores a quick hat trick. I
0: like how we're now adding like 100%. beyond
4: just the score prediction.
0: How we're going to get there. This is going to become more and more elaborate. We're going to have like at 22 minutes, Hebert's going to get his seventh yellow card of the season.
1: Uh, The details are always ridiculous.
3: We cannot uh, predict yellow cards because they are totally.
0: (laughs) 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 We need to not mention yellow cards around uh, Drew. What the viewers can't see is Drew is our optimistic and happy-go-lucky member until you mention the... Tim Parker yellow card situation. And then his face contorts like he's been stabbed.
3: I think I'm just, I'm not skeptical of people, but I am skeptical of institutions and the MLS <laughs> rules just seem <laughs> ponderous and nebulous.
4: They're actually incredibly specific.
0: <laughs> no. All right. Well,
4: as they, as they would have to be, but they are ponderous for sure. <laughs> ponderous for sure. Nebulous. Nebulous. I might disagree with you there.
1: You get five yellow cards, you lose a game. I don't know what there is that we're worried about.
0: We didn't even talk about the the potential handball in the Dallas game. That's true.
4: You can have. Yeah. I'm yeah, still yeah. waiting on Joaquin's yellow card to get rescinded from the Dallas pseudo game.
1: All right, we'll save it for the next pod. We'll talk about. Uh, I don't know. We got to talk about Messi, maybe Firmino. We've got a lot on the table, amongst the table, as it were.
4: All right.